0: What up, drinkers? That's right, another episode of Music and Brews with Brian and Johnny. Uh, This week's episode is with the amazing artist, Cammie Petten. Uh, She was incredible, so much fun, so honest, so real, and... great music god so like Johnny says he was a huge fan he sent me some of her music and I was like holy crap this is awesome and uh, we got her on and it it was great and we're so stoked to have her Um, she was such a good uh, person to talk to and get her point of view and her story and she was just like I said so honest about like where she came from and all that Uh, make sure you check her out Um, on Spotify, anywhere you can find music. Again, that's Cami Pettin. Cami, C-A-M-I, Pettin, P-E-T-Y-N. And um, her latest single is called All My Friends Keep Dying From Drugs. And let me tell you, if that doesn't give you an idea of her realness, like, I don't know what it is, because that that is so honest and so real and... And that's just her, that's her vibe, all of her music's that way, and so make sure you check her out, but she was so much fun right off the bat. Uh, She did this whole interview from inside her car, which believe it or not, is not the first time that's happened, that's the second time we've had an artist uh, do a whole interview from in their car, which is incredible. Uh, So thank you to Commit, she was like, you know what? I, I can't do it in my house. I can't do it on a screen, but I'm still committing to the interview, and she did it. She did it even from her car, so thank you, Kami. Um So y'all, make sure that you follow us, you like us, you give us five stars, uh, you recommend us to all your friends and families. Uh, we need some more listeners, some followers. Uh, we're going to start... Johnny and I, we've been doing interview after interview after interview after interview. We have so many more to release for y'all, so, um, but we're kind of catching up on all that, so we're going to start writing some more music, we're going to start releasing some more things, we have some planning for some video stuff going on, so we're going to do some more clips and videos and stuff, so we have a lot in the works, so we're very excited for what's, uh, to come for us, so, uh make sure that you you know keep updated with all of our social medias so you get all the um latest news of what we're up to um and again y'all make sure you look up cami penton she was great fantastic i i'll give a little quick warning that there are some pops and clips clicks in this uh episode and there's had a couple audio issues but um it's it's not a huge deal, just you know, keep that in mind. If you hear a little click, you're like, what is that? It, it, it's just audio stuff. Um, if we could, we'd have everyone in the studio with our mics and all that, but we can't always do that. So um, you know, as they say, a shit happens. But either way, once you get into this conversation, you won't even notice it. I promise. And also once you crack open that beer, because that's what we're going to do. Make sure you crack open that beer or that drink, whatever drink that is. It could be water. You could be at work. It could be driving. So don't, don't crack open a beer if you're driving or at work unless your work allows you to drink. In which case, where do you work and can I have a job? Because that sounds great. But with all this said, make sure you enjoy this episode and crack open that top like i said enjoy this episode with cammy Petton. let's do it hello hello
1: hey. hello
2: hi sorry hey. i'm zooming in from my car i hope that's okay oh my that's, god that's,
0: that's... are you driving <laughs> yeah don't be driving <laughs> I, while i'm, I'm doing currently
2: here. driving no. oh
0: wow that's pretty good <laughs>
1: No hands driving, baby.
2: That's right. No feet on the gas either.
0: <laughs> He's rolling down a hill. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> using momentum. Someone
2: call the police. <laughs> uh,
0: one second. I can you. see that, like in the in the news, like girl zooming into a car, <laughs> crashes into the house.
1: <laughs> well, not using feet or, or hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not using feet or head. What a phenomenon!
0: <laughs> Wild, if you will. So, why are you uh, zooming from your car?
2: I have someone staying at my house unexpectedly, so it was just like chaotic. Where I normally like do interviews, they're like have a they're sleeping. So yeah, I was like, you know what, we'll just be safer in the car.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, all right, all right, cool, well, cool. make yeah, sure. yeah. Sorry about it. No, you're fine. I it, the, the the good thing is that your your voice is coming in very clear. The video's a little blurry, but yeah, but your voice oh, is coming. No. In, no, you're good though. But the voice is coming in really clear. So that, at the end of the day, is all that matters. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna go ahead. Obviously, you're in your car, so I assume you're not. And and for other reasons, we'll be talking about it a little bit. But uh, we normally start with a cheers, and we're gonna start off with the actual uh, uh, intro and get rocking.
2: All right. Fuck yeah. Let's go.
1: All right. Well, cheers. cheers. <laughs> And welcome everybody to another episode of Music and Brews. I am your host Johnny Barrigan, and as always, I have my co-host Brian Michael. What up, bro? Oh, doing good. Well, not as always. You were their last last interview. Oh, that's true. You we were... haven't even talked about that. Yeah,
0: no. I was pretty ill. It, you you are ill, I'm and you Ill, were ill, yo. <laughs> know. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um, you were very sick I'm, and couldn't join. So I'm doing a little better, So a little bit mostly
1: yeah i mean you you've i I, you know we had malort so that helps (laughs)
0: gross
1: (laughs) uh well you already heard a little bit from her we are so excited i've been a fan for quite a while uh and i'm very excited to have uh what said true true i have been uh we are so excited to be able to talk to uh amazing artist miss cammy penn hello thank you for having
0: me (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being on. We're so excited. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so where in the world so are excited. you? I like to always start with that.
2: Uh, I'm in Los Angeles. What yeah. about you guys?
0: OK, we're in Nashville. We're in Nashville.
2: No, nice. I've always wanted to visit.
0: Have you never been?
2: No, not yet. But at some point, I would love to.
0: I'm originally from, and I say this because we've, yeah. we've been interviewing a lot of people from L.A. recently, wait, 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 but um, um, I, I'm originally from uh, San Diego County, Oceanside, if you know that's
2: what What? Like. Shut up. I'm from San Diego County. Where in San Diego?
0: Uh, oh, I grew up in Vista, Oceanside, kind of region, North County. Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah, same. Like Cat Carlsbad, all those areas. Oh, really? So, yeah, nice.
0: Oh, what year did you graduate? Now nah, I have to ask. See uh,
2: 2014.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. I was... I was moved already by then. <laughs> oh, I
2: was gonna say like you graduated way after me, and I'd be like, "God damn
0: it!" <laughs> no, 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 no. I graduated in '09, so I don't know. Nice. I don't think we would have cool. known anyone. The same people. But anyways, this that's funny. always Small happens world. with every
1: LA person. You no, guys are like, "Wait." I know.
0: Well, I, I date. I dated a girl who went to Carlsbad High, um, and I just knew a lot of people like in that area and stuff. So I was like, maybe she would know, but <laughs> so I don't funny. think so. But anyway, yeah, I don't think
1: so.
0: But uh, that's awesome. Cool. So uh, you're originally from there. Did you start music there?
2: Uh actually, I did not. I didn't. Re- I have a, like a kind of semi-abnormal start to music, where I didn't start like like most musicians when they're like out of the freaking womb. I wish I did, but uh, I didn't actually properly start doing music till I was 22, and I'm now 26. So I'm more like newer to the game. I didn't start yeah. till I was in LA. Also, wow. Um, wow.
1: So yeah. So so mm-hmm. if that's the case, well, we're gonna just dive right in. I guess uh, so. Yeah, yeah we're <laughs> just going. So so if you didn't start till you're 22, give us a little bit about your background in like music. Period. Like uh, your singing, because you're you're incredible. So I'm curious to where kind of that start came from. I have a little bit of background Thank from you. the research that I done. So I'm kind of curious to w- how you got there.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so, I mean, I've loved music my whole life. I, that's always, like, how I ad- identified myself, always with how the music I listened to. And I've always, like, wanted to do music. Like, at least once every single year of, like, since I was, what, like, maybe, like, 12, I would pick up an instrument and be like, I'm going to be a fucking musician now. But I am such a slut for instant gratification. Like, <laughs> I just... I. And you know what, that's just like not music. So, and I also have always been so scared of like failure and everything. So I always would like try and put it down, try and put it down until I was 22 and I got out of an ugly breakup and I was like, all right, I'm become like the best me possible. And I'm gonna chase this dream of becoming a musician. It was completely on a whim. Like, you know, after a breakup, you're just like kind of mentally not like fully, I don't know, it was just a manic decision. And I booked a vocal lesson completely on a whim. And it doesn't make sense, but because I was so bad at the time, but (laughs) uh like something switched when i went to that vocal lesson because i left and was like i'm changing my whole life trajectory like what i want to do is doing music and like i said i look back and i'm like damn the balls i had at that time because i like i have to reiterate i was not good but i dropped (laughs) everything to pursue music (laughs) because it just like i mean you guys are musicians like when it lights your soul on fire you know it lights your soul on fire yeah absolutely um so yeah, just ever since then, I've just been like day in, day out, like everything I can do to learn the craft and like like develop my vocals and everything. So yeah, it's a little bit of a weird start, but we're wow. here. <laughs>
3: interesting.
0: Awesome. What uh, what kind of music yeah. did you listen to before you got into performing and and like being an artist? Like what? Who were your favorites?
2: Yeah, so I've always been a really big fan of grunge. I'm like a massive grunge. I have an oh. Alice in Chains tattoo. But I
3: yeah. nice. honestly,
2: before I got <laughs> before I got into making music, I actually was like a heavy metal head. Like I was like <laughs> nice. like underground black metal. Like I was a groupie. Like like in the nosebleeds. Fun fact: I have tinnitus from seeing swallowed the sun, headbanging in the nosebleeds. <laughs> oh So my God. what the yeah. fuck? <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Man, that's cool. What, what kind of what kind of bands were you like? Metal bands? Did you like? I like.
2: Yes, yeah, so all of a sudden, like they're my one of my top ones was Oathbreaker. I really love this like black metal band from Australia called Na Obliviscaris. You know, the the deeper you go into the metal scene, the weirder the names yeah, get. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I always like yeah. The, the, and, like when they have festivals and you can't understand anything, it's just like it's a
1: bunch of
2: weird. all the
0: because all their names yeah, are it's like, like oh, I
2: love that band. Blah, blah, blah. Blah,
0: blah,
1: blah. Yeah, well, at a certain point they just yeah. start adding like the the weird letters from uh, from different languages that are just in yeah. mixed. Yeah. Are, not, what?
0: <laughs> I, I went. I too. There I went, was a band. What was Sorry, there? go ahead.
2: I was gonna say there was a band called Batushka that actually was foreign. Russian, <laughs> so they use all the Russian letterings. You never know. You're like, are they actually foreign? Are they not?
0: But yeah, big metal <laughs> fan. Hilarious. That's funny. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And so, uh what brought you to LA?
2: Um, I actually originally was working on YouTube. I was making YouTube videos, oh. and uh, yeah, it I what wanted to go into like video editing i i actually also always wanted to work on music video sets so that was kind of like my goal and now i get i get to do that with my own music videos um so yeah i moved to la and planned to just take like a gap year from school um that was like five years ago so long gap year um <laughs> and and yeah and then like shortly after i found music and then i was like oh so this is this was like why i was supposed to come out here so yeah oh,
1: that's cool that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, then diving in a little bit, uh, let's just dive in a little more into your music because I have so many questions that I want to talk about. These, um, hell yeah. Well, I was you. I, I, I had a, a a whole like series of questions planned to this, but you already kind of answered a little bit of it. So you're big into the mm-hmm. metal rock scene. Um, mm-hmm. Your music tends to is really interesting because it's this weird melding of pop and rock and kind of really dark influences in there and all these things. And I'm kind of curious as how you started developing this kind of style that you're doing, whether it be, what, what, is it more of like the producer side or this is what you wanted. And now this melding is happening between the pop and rock.
2: Yeah. I would say like now is when I'm finally finding like cammies like sound. Like when I first started, it was, yeah uh you know you when you first start you're like listening to the producer and everything I always always was like the one who was saying we need to make it darker I lo- I just have a very dark taste for every every any kind of art um and yeah the the darkness and the rock and the pop that definitely is like my my wheelhouse that's what I always try to do like bring rock and then like pop melodies just mesh the worlds
1: together and
2: make it weird that's what i'm always trying to do i'm like how can we just make this weird and dark (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) so it's like an upfront style and what you're trying to do not just like a thing that happened after the fact
2: I mean it's just like an organic like sway yeah. that I have. It's not like I get into the studio and I'm like we have to make it dark. I'm rather like, "Hey, sorry guys, I want to talk about fucking addiction and depression. It just kind of happens, you know?"
0: Yeah. See.
2: <laughs> like my friend's dying from drugs, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Johnny is um very calculated in in the way he makes music. Yeah, that's true. So he's he you he always asks this question like like if people think about it, and it's like it's you. That's what you know, I do because I I, when I start a song,
1: I'm like, "This is what I want," and I do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it's so love hard. That. It, it's hard for me to comprehend the other way. It's hard for me to be like it just happens. Yeah, it just that's what happened. Yeah. It's hard. That's funny.
2: <laughs> I wish I was a little more of that because I'm not like properly trained musician. I didn't go to like music school or anything. Yeah. So I feel like because of that, I'm everything's based off like ear and feel for me. So yeah. I love
1: that. Well then. I love that. I was, uh, like, well, then, then, Todd, you just alluded to it a little bit, and I would like to dive into this. So, uh, a lot of your music is insanely raw. Like, it's just so mm. you out there. It's just like a lot of the the, the lyrics, everything is just really put out there as, in, in terms of uh, like what most people would be kind of like keep to the chest, being like, mm. no, I don't want to reveal so much of my, myself. Even your your social media is really out there. Tell us a little bit about you yeah. like the well first off I'm assuming you're one of the writers and one of the main writers uh, of your music or uh, uh in your songs right I'm assuming
2: of course yeah yeah right.
1: yes I'll say a song like all my friends keep dying from drugs I'm like that's gotta be very very personal yeah
2: I'm very passionate about this song right like you said like the vulnerability and authenticity is like my number one pillar as like an artist like I, for me, that's the kind of music that I'm drawn to. Like, for example, like Alice in Chains, like the darkness, the rawness and just grunge in general. Just if you read the lyrics, it's just dark and raw and authentic. And that's the shit that lights my soul on fire, that makes me feel. So I always try to do the same with my music. And I feel like that's how you connect, like with true, raw vulnerability. I, I, I just love it
1: well so then then is this always how, how you've been or did you or has this been a, a development where being able to be that raw and be that open because a lot of people struggle with that so i'm kind of curious about that
2: yeah so like i said i worked on youtube for uh before i did music and i i was on youtube making videos for like six years before i started music like, and was
1: it uh, your own videos
2: yes okay. it was my own videos don't go look don't go looking at them if you're listening to this oh too late um, now we're
1: about to go <laughs> i know god damn
2: it so a little side story backstory like i grew up being very very shy i had a lot of issues like social anxiety making friends so majority of my life i i haven't had any friends so i kind of turned to a camera talking to a camera which is kind of sad but that's how i started youtube like i just like started talking to a camera, and. Um, so I developed this comfort of, like, being super vulnerable with, like, media. And uh, I would, like, tell my deepest, darkest secrets. God damn it, everyone's going to go look at my YouTube now. But, like, like things that I don't tell people in my real life, but I would feel comfortable putting it online. Um, so I think that translated really easily to my music. That it just becomes, it comes very natural to me to want to be super vulnerable. And maybe that also stems from not having friends for so long and not having that outlet of being able to connect that I I used my music to finally be able to connect to people and, like, have that voice. Um, so it almost feels like a like a deep yearning to want to do that. Yeah, so to answer your question, it comes really natural to me. I'm very lucky, I guess. Thanks.
1: So <laughs> now it's like this is your world then where now we have TikTok and Instagram where it's short videos and things of that sort where you don't really have to do a lot yeah. of editing then
2: exactly yeah that's i'm total yeah i love tiktok i hate it and i love it but
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's interesting so that so back then um with social media i feel like social media maybe wasn't as big or like this i feel like lately the vulnerability in music is is making a comeback i i I feel like it always goes in waves where like like you said in the the 90s there's grunge everyone's being and then it went to like Dancy stuff and kind of surface totally. Down. But it goes back and forth and right now we're in this era so do you think um do you did it were you getting into music um as this was getting big or where did you see other artists doing this and you're like oh crap i could do this kind of thing
2: that actually billy eilish i mean that, i feel like that's such a cliche answer but i remember when she put out her first album and i, I kept seeing her billboards all around la and i was like fine i'll listen to this girl (laughs) and i listened to her album and i mean she like love her haters she freaking changed the trajectory of music i personally think i agree just because she was raw and honest and weird and i was like wait you can be weird and do weird things with your voice and she really inspired me to be like wait i think i can do this
1: um yeah yeah I, I think Brian would, I th- if I'm not mistaken, I think Brian's uh, thought on this is I'm, I'm throwing this out there because I know you so well, bro.
0: <laughs> That's my thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious.
1: Is, I think you, you're always thought of like the switch in in the, this portion or generation was Halsey. Um, in terms mm-hmm. of like the, the vulnerability of really just being like, fuck it, I don't care.
0: Well, yeah. I'm trying to think of what came out first. Cause I, I feel like Halsey was before Billie Eilish, and Halsey had a couple songs where she was talking about addiction, and mm. um, and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, this is fascinating. And what's she it? was a little darker. What's that song
1: with the with the acoustic? It, it's a
0: uh-huh.
1: oh, what's that song? It's uh, she, she's like I'm really happy that have a yeah, baby yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: with yeah. You. whatever that song. Uh-huh. Is. It's so good. Right, I am not about. a singer. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out we'll look it up but uh but yeah no but billy eilish i have to agree like especially musically when when that when everyone first heard that that first song um bad bad Guy, yeah. I think it was the first big one i think everyone's mind's exploded yeah. like what is this, like, is this how is this popular right now it's like real weird it's so fucking weird her uh,
2: first album like i'm talking like copycat and like what oh, i don't even remember some of the that. older stuff but it yeah. was just like yeah like her og stuff also, of course, Nirvana. That was always a big one for me. Like Nirvana is so raw. I mean, sometimes they're like more poetic than vulnerable, but still like even just like the way Kurt sings, I'm like, he's putting his whole ass soul into that, oh, yeah. um, which I always and Nina Simone. Nina, I have a massive poster of Nina Simone in like in front of my workspace because She's just, like, the queen of emoting that, like, she just puts, again, her whole soul into it, which had always really inspired me.
1: I don't yeah. even know who Nina Simone is. He's looking it up because I don't know. I know Nina Simone. I don't. am trying to
0: think. Huh. She's one
2: of, like, the OG j- jazz singers. Oh, okay. Like, she she did, like, Feeling Good. She okay. did a cover of it that, like, blew good. it up. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
1: do know her then. Um, um, well, all um, right, before you do that, because I know what you're going to go into okay. really quick. Before you do that, you said something super interesting, which I really wanted to kind of touch on really quick, whether we talk about it or not. At least I wanted to comment on it. Is it, okay. it, it being raw and open and, and and really putting yourself out there is not always the same as being poetic. And I think that's really interesting that you just said that because you're like, is that poetic. Yeah. A lot of people think that the being poetic is doing is being vulnerable whereas sometimes it's a a way to hide the vulnerability it's
0: really interesting actually that is interesting
2: yes that's yeah if you listen to my older stuff like i thought i was being vulnerable because i was pulling from like really dark inspirations but like i was hiding it behind poetry so no one actually knew what the fuck i was talking about and it wasn't until i put out like i would say Careless was the first like pivotal turning point that I, I was just like, I'm going to blatantly talk about like my insecurities and I'm not going to try to hide behind it. I like talk, I say blatantly, like I'm scared of being boring. I'm scared of wasting my, my 20, my twenties instead of being like, uh, yeah. So I, 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 find you can be vulnerable with poetry, but you also can definitely hide behind it.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always as a songwriter, or I guess, I guess more, not a songwriter, as a songwriter, I can. Oh, sorry, that's just sick. my song, voice just right? uh, <laughs> As a songwriter, I think I can, I can write that kind of stuff, and that's one thing to write it. But then to perform yeah. it in front of people, no, um, especially no. with like social anxieties and stuff, how, how have you adapted to that? Like, because um, I think being vulnerable in front of them is the hardest part. At least for me, it is. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh Maybe yeah.
2: Please. I mean, like I have I normally open my sets with careless, which literally is about having social anxiety and like being feeling just like a boring lame person because of it. Setting the tone right at the beginning. Yeah, I thought about that (laughs) yes. But I think like I think I'm I want my viewers, or not my viewers, I want my listeners to know these things about me because I know there's people out there that, like, feel that way. And I'm like, I want y'all to not feel alone because I have felt alone. I know that's the most cliche thing to say, but that's what makes me feel comfortable, I think, with with being just authentic because I'm like, I have felt alone, like, all my life. So if I could be this person that, like, makes a fool out of myself and you feel comfortable because of that, I... I don't know. That's just always in the back of my head. But I do have a song about like losing my friends due to overdose. And that, that's a lot to like fully be in that song, performing it in front of people and be like fully be in that like heavy emotional state. And you're just like showing up in front of hundreds of people and in your emotions. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: tough. I personally don't even know how, well, what I'm like the opposite of, of that portion where i'm like i have no social anxiety but i cannot open myself up like that yeah ever. yeah
0: yeah
1: uh even even just like personally i'm like nah. <laughs> but like for you somebody <laughs> who has social anxiety but you're like this is my way of opening and doing this like i'm still kind of yeah. curious so have you done these live like how do these go are you is, is it i mean it has to be hard to perform as you mentioned but like um are you able to get through the entire set with some of these tougher songs or, or is it yeah. breaks that need to is happen? Is it
0: freeing or does yeah. it still oh, kind yeah. of give you anxiety to perform live?
2: That's a great question. So I have considered myself like a walking paradox since I learned that word. Like, I remember the day I learned <laughs> that <laughs> word and I'm like, ah, oh, that's me. Like, I'm I, Like, because <laughs> you asked me to literally it, like say hi to a stranger and I will just like, I will break down like I will absolutely break down I have terrible social anxiety but you put me on a stage and I don't know who the fuck that is but like it is the most freeing like there's no I have no reservations like I'm up there and I'm like this is me and I'm I don't know I I mean obviously I have nerves like a normal person but it oops I I have nerves like a normal person but it is very freeing for me. Like there isn't any reservations when I'm up there. I'm like, I'm just going to be fully me. And that if you like it, sweet. If you don't suck it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That is
1: amazing.
0: That's really cool. And then,
2: like you, I, Once I get off the stage and I need to go say <laughs> hi to someone, I'm like sweating. I'm shit. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand myself.
1: <laughs> I would get like a tattoo that's just like paradox. <laughs> paradox. So, paradox. Yeah, I'll get okay, next part. Hey bitches Emma Paradox. Paradox. That's so dramatic. That's a that's a fucking song right there. Or or at least a, sure that's an is. album title. I'm, or a metal paradox. band. Paradox. paradox. Yes. Paradox.
2: Definitely a metal band.
1: <laughs> we are paradox. Did it, did it, did it. Yeah, hey, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah I'm into that. <laughs> We are paradox. And then they start. No, we are paradox, and everything's like metal-looking. But then they start off with like like a like a really happy-go-lucky song.
0: Yeah, and and the shoes get it because
1: they're
2: a paradox. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. (laughs) Thank you for the explanation.
0: And for shoes,
2: you're welcome. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) For shoes, they wear a paradox.
2: Oh. And they're punny too.
1: Thank you. We're done. Well, that's it. Yeah, All right.
3: it's
2: over. <laughs> Y'all better copyright that quick. Yeah,
1: I mean, oh, we have every every episode. We I have know. something. We have to Some copyright. Some idea. Yeah, it's always. And then, and then we're like, what was that idea? Who knows? And it's literally recorded. And we're like, it's, we're just too lazy to go back yeah. and listen. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, going back then. Um, Sorry, that was a that was a funny couple of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> My friends like, okay, wait, wait. Um, so you already explained a little bit about your, you know, the social anxiety and being freeing on stage and everything. But, but, uh, tell us a little bit about. Uh, so, if you are okay talking about it, if not, let us know. But like a little bit, you yeah. you've had addiction in the past, and now you've gone through rehab, and you're really kind of. Uh, go uh, like fixing everything there and, and tell us how that's impacted your music. Obviously we can see some of it, but like, how were you able, your writing and everything changed as you've gone through this?
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Addiction has been like a very like subject very close to me since I was very young. I've been struggling with it since I was 14 and I've been like losing I've been watching like my friends struggle with it and losing my friends from it since I was like 14, 16. So, um, yeah, it's just been a very adamant part of my life. So inevitably I, I write about it. It's like a big pain point. It's a big part, big part of me. Like admittedly, it's something I'm still battling. Like I'm currently going through like a rehab program. Like, I don't know, TMI, but, um, Uh it is a very, like, (laughs) it is, it's a, it's a very personal subject to me. And I think, I don't know. Maybe that's like where a lot of my darkness comes from. Where I like like dark tastes in my music because I always like pull from this like addiction is dark and it's like this like place inside of you and I I pull from it a lot to for writing which I appreciate it for like the inspiration and um yeah I don't know it just it does inspire a lot of my writing I guess that's yeah. that's just yeah that's the answer
1: It <laughs> was there so it seems like I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to correlate all the dates but a lot of the dates seem to correlate with some of your releases when you were going through those trials is that true like, uh, trials, trial. like when you were in, in the addiction stage, I guess I would I don't know how to say that properly. yeah, I don't know how to say that properly. So when you were in in going through uh, going through the addiction and going through through all that before rehab and everything, you were still writing music. Yeah. Has uh, your process of writing and and your writing of the songs changed when you uh, uh, went through rehab and and, and uh, well, or currently going through rehab?
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's been an on and off thing for quite some time so like through like all of my writing it's it's been an on and off trying to battle it like mm. i have been actively trying to like figure it out since i was 20 so it's 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 a beast it is a beast and that's i yeah. think also why i like to write about it cuz i'm like i know people are out there also struggling with this beast like let's let's fucking tame the beast together <laughs> or at least feel it <laughs>
0: yeah you know
2: i think um
0: uh, but uh sorry go ahead
2: Oh, I was just going to say, but I, like, like we said, I, I pull my writing style. is like vulnerable. Like I show up to sessions of like, let's get vulnerable. So like when I signed up for rehab, I had a session the same exact day. And I was like, we're going to write about this. Like, I I just like all of, if I relapse, I'm like, I go into a session. I'm like, we're going to write about this. Like, this is the real life shit. Like it sucks, (laughs) but at least we can alchemize it into something beautiful. You know, I think that's how I view view music as alchemy. Yeah.
0: But yeah, you know, it's, it's so interesting and like the the generation now like a lot of this stuff um was seen as taboo or like people would be shameful of these things and they'd hide it and obviously that doesn't doesn't make it any better but i think yeah today's day and age with social media it's like everyone is like in it together it's like everyone's like trying to help each other and and be open about this stuff and um would you agree
2: Oh, absolutely. I think there probably is a little bit of the opposite effect wow. too, just because social media and its toxicity. But I do mm. like, even for TikTok, like it, whatever mental health issues I go dealing with, even with like before I uh, signed myself up for rehab and started getting sober, like I would go on TikTok and like watch other people's recovery videos or watch other people talk about their relapses just because I just to know that I wasn't alone or if I'm struggling with depression or whatever it is, I normally go to social media first before even like consulting google (laughs) just to know i'm (laughs) which i don't know if that's a good or bad thing but i just want to hear from other another person like hey i struggle with this too and i'm just like okay i'm not an alien i'm not the only person
1: all right well let's go ahead and dive in uh to your uh, music a little more so obviously we've talked a lot about your writing and everything which uh again huge
0: fan i love uh let's go you know I'd like to just ask, uh, talking about writing. I noticed that a lot of these releases started during the pandemic era. Yeah. Um, Do you? Mm. How being in LA, I know it was like really shut down. Tennessee, they just like didn't give a fuck. They were I like, we're
1: shutting down. <laughs> really. But also, if you leave, who who fucking cares?
0: Yeah, they didn't do it. They really. Everything all
2: of pandemic, wow, we're, the,
0: we're in the south, they don't give a yeah, fuck. That,
2: that's true, that's true.
0: Um, but but I know that like just being isolated, I mean, I don't know how isolated you were. Um, but like, is that was music helpful during that time? Is, is that why you started releasing so much during that time? I guess
2: I actually start, I mean, it was it just happened that I released right before. Oh, the yeah. pandemic and then i played my first show i was like yeah i'm gonna be a performer now two weeks before the pandemic um but yeah i mean i wrote a lot during the pandemic just because like i'm losing my mind and that's that's my outlet <sighs> of going to music that's like my first my first thing i go to um so yeah i think i was, was releasing also i think musicians were just like i don't know about you guys but i was terrified i was like am i gonna have a job after this so, I oh, think yeah. releasing music made made me feel like I, I like was a fine. It's the only thing we could do. Yeah. yeah, it's the only thing we could do. Yeah. So, that definitely played a part. But
0: podcasts. That's good. Or podcasts. Yeah, or podcasts. Dude, yep, yeah. that is true. I, That was
1: all we had because I was a bartender and a musician. And I'm like, fuck, I've lost both of my things.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you guys start this in the pandemic?
0: No, we started this a while ago. We started before. Okay. We really kicked it up during. During. Yeah. It's kind of when we Because like, we
1: had nothing else to do, so we went with it. <laughs> nice uh, how it usually goes um anything else uh,
0: for no 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 jump in beautiful thank you get specific um
1: well I I want to talk about like some specific songs but I also like so we were actually just talking about this two minutes before you jumped on I one thing uh, I'm trying to remember exactly the the songs that we, we were we were talking about but but there are so many songs where you have these really intricate words in like big we're, or that not big words, but were like the, these phrases with really intense syllables, and I was kind of curious as to why you um, choose these big words to try to bring into songs that most people would avoid at all costs. <laughs> why do you do this? That's, yes, straight up, because like I try, even like uh, psycho bitch, ego. Uh, uh, it's a supermanic psycho bitch. It's a, that's a hard thing to try to like have a a. Uh, Like a rhythm pattern, too, which you hit perfectly, and it sounds awesome.
0: It's almost like a little, like... Thank you. Like, rappy, you know what I mean? Because there's so many, like... That's
1: what...
2: When I write melody, for some reason, that's, like, where my brain goes to first. I love, like, cool rhythms, and, like, I always try to, like, interject my song at some point with, like, a little rappy rhythm. I just... I don't know why. It's not... I didn't... I never really listened to that much, like, hip. I actually... My first genuine crush was Eminem. I did used ha. to have a poster right above my, my bed when I was like nice. 13. Everybody so I don't know, Eminem. maybe me, should. Me, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, it's not really like I'm not really intentionally doing it. I just, that's what I gravitate towards. I also just love wordplay. So if I can fit more words in, then I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> that's
1: interesting. I think it, the other one was still I think is the one that you played that you really like and uh there was another big word in there and I can't think of it now but yeah uh yeah it's really interesting to me I love so, it because it's one of those hardest it's one of the hardest things for most <coughs> writers is to take these words and be like how do we fit something that actually is appropriate yeah. for the song and make it fit instead of just being like well let's just t- interchange it for a word that's similar but you know easy yeah yeah
2: I'm like Oh I, was, uh, I love books, I love reading and before I even started writing songs I wrote a lot of being the freaking poetic Pisces that I am. But um so I I just really value like words a lot. So I love yeah. My my problem is I need to learn how to simplify things. But that's you know we'll, we'll get there.
0: But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that that is interesting cuz like I think in a lot of pop Music and like country is really, really uh, specific about only saying like simple, like they say like, I always hear when I moved here, like, keep it simple, stupid kind of thing. Like you got to like do whatever. But I think in in this new era and this version of pop that you're doing, it's like, you can just do that kind of stuff. Or like, like you said, the grunge era, like relating to that, like they, they weren't super simple like they used a lot of like cool
1: well that i was yeah. like sorry i'll jump it in real quick because i actually the uh I, I was gonna just say that relates to what we we're talking about where, where the rock and and pop yeah. mixture is working so well because like uh, my favorite thing is slipknot where they use oh i love slipknot they use like uh 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 taylor uh cory taylor uses the most insane words that you're just like this does not belong in a song It doesn't rhyme with anything. There's nothing in it, but fuck, does it sound good? Yeah. Also,
2: System of a Down is one of my like all time favorite bands. They're another band that does that. And all I mean, I've said this a couple times, but I think like with my music over everything, I always am like chasing the feeling of like lighting my soul on fire. And all I know is like getting clever with shit makes me so happy. So I'm always trying to chase that over like oh be more like pop or be more simple or whatever like yeah you need to do all all the mechanical things but also just chase the feeling that lights your soul on fire and that's that's what does it for me
0: yeah for sure fuck that's good fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. well, thank you well it's
1: just interesting because like um I, it, it's we live in age that's really weird because there's this really resurgence of this like being authentic being yourself but also trying to you know make it you know and and wanting to yeah. succeed and how to find that weird balance is hard especially like as we just talked about like billy yeah. Eilish, who went, found it somehow but like how do you be authentic and how do you also try to appease the masses if you will well it, and it's really interesting that you're just so authentic and so into it and so out there i
0: love it yeah right? yeah it's
2: a hard line to walk Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah. So I was just real quick. I was wondering if you were signed with anybody, or you being independent, or.
2: Yeah, I'm. In, I'm independent right now. Okay. Um Open to signing as long. I mean, like we've been talking about this whole time. Like as long as someone lets me keep that fierce authenticity. But yeah, I'm. I'm independent for now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I wondered because yeah. because of that. Because like sometimes being signed, yeah. they they get their hands in there a little bit, and and so like exactly. You, you never know. Well, no we, hands. No, no. no hands, no
3: hands. <laughs>
0: God. oh man i love it yeah that's really good i gotta ask so like yeah, i'm very um i listen to melodies i'm like a typical guy where i listen to mostly melody and not
3: yeah.
0: um oh that's what i was gonna ask I was, i'm gonna write that down um but i was curious <laughs> I'm, so I'm sometimes i'm really dumb when i listen to songs what is still about
2: still was about the pandemic it was written in like the peak of the pandemic Um, yeah it's it's just about uh, overall just feeling helpless and like recognizing that how small we are in comparison like when this kind of massive problem comes out and literally about like living in la and all of a sudden everything was still on a on a very like (laughs) uh straightforward level, but yeah, I was, it was about COVID and the pandemic.
0: Yeah. Wow. What a gorgeous song. I absolutely love that. Uh, thank you. Very... It was written with, uh, a... Oh, the guy you sing it with.
2: Um, yeah, his name is Ben Cohen. He actually lives in Nashville now, but yeah, he's a very, very talented writer. Oh, nice. um,
1: writer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I was going to
1: say oh, yeah. that well, I, the, 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 her, her, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the picture has her with a mask on.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't put that together. Um, yeah, I let very first line. It's funny that you said he's in Nashville now. Is very uh, like in Nashville. The one thing like they say over and over about about songwriting, especially country, is like that first line. You need it to like be a super grabber. And I think the very first line in this one, I immediately like yeah. stopped what I was doing and listened because I was like, "Whoa, this is cool!" Right off the bat, I love it.
2: I love that. Thank you, you so much. Yeah. we love a good hook.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, always. A good um, so with. <laughs> with you being so poetic about your lyrics and like and mm. it 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 coming from such a personal place um and I know this is like a question I personally hate getting asked this but I am curious because yeah. you do you write your lyrics first being that mm. th- being that they are just like a personal thing like maybe you just need to get it out at some moment or do you or do you um feel write the song yeah or like it, yeah if you hear a song you're like, oh, I know what yeah.
2: I can say kind of thing. I mean, I feel like the answer, the the first answer is like, it always depends. But yeah. I, because I love lyrics so much, like when I come into a session, I, first thing I do is like come up with a concept, like what I'm feeling. Do I want to, I always want to go dark. But like, <sighs> is it, it's what's like, what do I, what's the concept I want to write about? And I'll normally do like a brain dump where I'll just literally open a Google doc and just like kind of verbally vomit into it just anything that comes to mind then figure out a melody and then and then start writing the lyrics because i I think melody is paramount but
0: oh so you do melody um um,
2: yeah of course i mean i'm aware that melody i love melody and i'm aware that
1: yeah well it's interesting like the the brains up is interesting to me because then you can at least get like key words there before and, and have them ready for when mm-hmm. you start writing that melody, you can use the words to kind of have a flow to it and yeah. then put in your, your, your lyrics, if you will, and then draw it all together. That's awesome.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes whole like verses will come out in the brain dump dump, but sometimes only words, but yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. I'm going to try that. Nice.
1: Um Hell Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, we were getting a little—we're getting a little close to time. Uh, what I would like to do, really quick, then—I um, I always ask this question. It's one of my favorite questions. Um, mm-hmm. But it's—it's it's really interesting in your case. So, in—in in your songs, can you give me a, a song in which you felt you feel like you really it's hard for you because you pour out your soul in all of these songs. So a song that really yeah. exemplifies yourself and really kind of just is like, this is me on a song and really kind of portrays yourself and in, in a, in a, in a way that, that you're like, yeah.
2: My answer is so, I hate that this is my answer. Cause it's like, damn girl, that's a song that portrays you. Um, but my most recent release is called all my friends keep dying from drugs. Yep. And um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a, part of my story that I've like, even though I'm so vulnerable, it's something I've kept hid. that side of myself. I've kept hidden for a while. And when I, it was the first time I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to talk about it. Like it talks, touches briefly just about my addiction. The fact that I've been surrounded by it by so for so long and just losing friends to addiction has been such like a, ad- like I said, adamant part of my life and I hadn't talked about it. And I was just like, this is me and i'm not hiding again hiding behind anything like i didn't i really didn't shy away from anything in in the lyrics and also like sonically like it i think it touches on like the soft darkness but also like it gets big and anthemic and and rock and roll which i think is is me i again paradox soft and dark but also <laughs> anthemic and, and rock man
1: <laughs> intense but soft <laughs>
2: Yes, intense, that'll be my Tinder bio. <laughs> intense.
1: is soft. That'll be- <laughs> all you need to do this is your, is your thing. Perfect. Yep.
0: Uh, oh,
1: hate all you want. This is the best picture. No. It is. <laughs> Thank you. Tammy agrees. No. That's all I Almost need. as good as the men that hold up the fish. Yeah, oh. Yeah, you need the fish. And then uh, what was yes. the other one that they do? They have their glasses on. They do this. Yeah. I could
0: not get... Love some finger guns. Yeah, right. Wait, wait, wait are, you, are you talking about Tinder? Yeah. Oh, I hated Tinder. I, I did that for a little bit. I hated it. I didn't yeah. know what to do. <laughs> you didn't
3: know what to do. I was do. like, Correct I'm just, I'm just
0: looking to, to like hang out and say, hey, I, I like this and that. I just, I don't think I got how it worked. I don't think... <laughs> I love it. That Same. I'm a, I'm a two-day... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead.
2: Wait, wait, what? I was going to say same. I hate it. I'm like a two-day Tinder person. I I like chronically will download it for like a day and be like, "I'm going to do it now." And then a day, I'm like, "I'm not going to do it now." <laughs> this
0: <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, <yeah>. no. <laughs> Lord. That's funny. So, now that everything's opening up, are you starting to play shows?
2: Yeah, yeah. I actually have a show this week. Ooh. Um, nice. I yeah, I played i opened for a phenomenal band called beach bunny at the l ray um also an awesome band called Supergrass. and like i'm just getting my feet wet like i'm just playing i think this is like my seventh show so um yeah i fucking love it but i'm so happy it's finally back yeah just shows i yeah
0: do you do
1: like a full band with them
2: yeah i'm rock and roll baby full band all the way uh,
0: I was going to ask about that cuz uh, when I was listening I was like there's so many like effects and distorted vocals and delays and and stuff like that like when you play yeah. live do you worry about adding all that stuff or you just kind of sing it fuck it and go raw like live raw mm-hmm. or we, how do you-
2: I I go raw so raw dog get babies. Like,
1: <laughs> raw dog I baby I shouldn't dog
2: I I don't even have uh, I mean eventually I'll have tracks and everything but right now like I I like I said I'm a I'm like a 90s rock grunge baby at heart. So I love just like the raw, full band sound. Um, So that's what we do. Don't add tracks
1: then. Oh, I love that. You should just come out on stage and be like, hey, if you guys have heard my music, just so you know, I'm raw dogging this bitch tonight.
2: (laughs) I am playing a stripped show on Thursday, so I might steal that line. (laughs) Yes,
1: I'm raw dogging this
0: bitch tonight. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I will say that sometimes when... I just really get it down. Not, not like I need to like give you advice or anything. But I once heard, yes. I've heard bands who are like really produced lots of effects, and then they try to replicate it live, and you're like, it just sounds awkward. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it, totally. Uh, or sometimes
2: the effects will be too loud or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to hear the soul of the music. You yeah.
1: know? Right. Um, yeah. What Good. do you normally get for your? Uh, yeah, we're really nerding into this real quick. Uh what is love your band it. usually uh, co- consist of? I'm assuming drums, guitar, bass. Do you have like uh, how many like extra anything else? A pianist, uh, more guitars, whatever.
2: Nope, ju- just guitar, drums, bass, and me right now. And then my my bassist and guitarist will do like background vocals. That's nice. um, And yeah, it's just a little.
1: straight man, yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah, I mean, literally, fuck, I love that. The newer songs <laughs> in particular, I. I love the. Um, it's so like, like careless and psycho bitch. Like the drums, so intense, and I feel like it's all, it's almost there's not like a whole lot of like glitter. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm totally. saying. And it's all yeah. just like down here, and it's super cool and like in your face. Well, I think it's.
2: That's every time I go to a session, I'm like, we gotta make it in in their face, and then my <laughs> producer's always like, we know.
0: <laughs>
2: <He's> always. Like, <laughs> my saying is always like, I want the chorus to slap them in the face.
0: Nice. <laughs> yes. yes, that's how it yeah. should be. Yeah. Yes. Car- Carol of course, psycho bitch is like.
1: Well, that's a, the one of the of psycho bitch. What's really funny that I'm thinking about is is like the guitars. Normally, with like a chorus like that, you'd like hit big guitars, but it's a. It's really staccato hits on the guitar, which is really mm-hmm. interesting yeah. actually to me. Like, uh, it, it kind of gives yeah. a really different vibe for a rock song than nor- most would, because normally you normally you hit the big chords during during the the chorus. You're like, yeah, but here's like, dunk. Yep. yeah,
0: that's cool. Dunk, dunk.
2: Yeah, I think it's just like the I wanted the attitude and the vocals to really be like the the star of the show with that yeah. song. It's like a psycho bitch. You gotta you gotta the the psychoness has to be the the star of the show so yeah
0: yeah do you always work with the same producer
2: no i work with a lot i've worked with a lot of different ones i kind of have oh. like a couple i i have a upcoming ep that is in the Ooh. finalizing Ooh. stage and they had, I, I worked with this crew called the 87s they produced the whole thing so yeah, I have a i have a couple different ones i work with
0: that's awesome that's cool
2: yeah
0: and you're, and you're getting uh, what's cool about Yay. that too and i don't maybe i don't know if this is on purpose but it's like you get to like try out different sounds like i feel like every artist at some point works solely with like a producer at least for a period of their career but totally you yeah. going yeah. around it's like you're like figuring it out like where who has your sound maybe i don't know yeah
2: oh 100 i mean like i as I, i'm still technically new to this industry so i'm still like i i mean inter. i know my sound and internally like i know it and i'm still finding like that that home for it i think once i am developing a full length album then i probably would want to just like stick to one person to make it holistic but i also think it's great to like experiment with other people because everyone teaches you something different or there or there's always like a moment you're like what you do it that way or (laughs) yeah i think it's fun to experiment
1: yeah i love that gosh that's so good um (laughs) yeah so yeah i think we're at the end bro yeah i think i think yeah we so I of we're almost at about an hour so it, usually it's about when we end it. Ooh. and okay uh, hell yeah oh uh, but um. any other any anything else you want to shoot. yeah I, i'm
0: sure we could go for another hour if we really wanted to but <laughs> yes. we won't take your time <laughs> awesome. that's cool i know you're sitting in your car i'm sure it's hot it's gotta be hot out there right
2: no, no, I have the air on. I know you can't sit. Yeah, it's very hot out here, so I have the air on. We're good. And I, again, I'm so sorry for doing this in my car, uh, but I'm glad the audio is, like, okay. It,
0: it's working fine, but, yeah. But, yeah, I think it'll work out. Where in LA? Okay, like, good, what good. What part of LA? Just because I'm curious.
2: I'm in the valley, San, Fernan- San Fernando Valley.
0: Okay, cool. So, yes, yeah. That's... Yep. Yeah. How See, do you like the LA I totally life? Know about it. <laughs> I will say, like being from San Diego, and I go go into LA. It's like it's a whole different vibe. I I thought. Um, how 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 have you adapted uh, yeah. to, to that life? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> it's not just me. But, uh, <laughs> no. Do you do you like that lifestyle? Are people like pretty like wanting to work with you? And like, is there a good music community and stuff?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, the alt, I'm, like, in the alt space, and, like, I find that the alt music space out here is, like, Really fucking, for lack of a better word, it's just cute. Like everyone's just supportive of one another. Cute. I feel like there's just like <laughs> there's just a big community of like alt women, and we just it just feels like everyone supports each other, which is really cool. Of course, you're in LA, you're gonna have the classic assholes and misogynistic people, and just but I feel like you can probably find that anywhere. um And uh-huh. like LA can suck, and LA also can rock. And right now, I'm like very thankful for the city. Um, and yeah, and for so the. It, it really has a cool community here, for sure. I
0: love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Well, awesome. if right. if you ever um, visit Nashville, let us know. Maybe we'll write or something.
2: Yeah, I would absolutely love that. I definitely want to visit. So at some point, I will for sure hit you guys up when I finally hey, yeah. come.
0: It's cool. There's and actually- vice
2: versa. If you guys come to LA.
0: Yes, I'm trying to get him. I would love to bring him. I hate out there.
1: cities, but fine. <laughs> you live in nashville it's
0: barely a city it's barely a city <laughs> no, it's, it no, is, it's definitely a, not like LA. it's
1: a it's like a, it's like a large town yeah that's what it that, is. well so you have You come for a short period of time fine short, i short will period. i will go visit if you show us around a little bit that's that's my Perfect. one requisite then. there it is
2: excellent we'll go see some metal shows heavy metal shows fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what that, actually, that
1: gets me
0: there's a there's a Festival called Louder Than Life that's come up soon. I didn't tell you this, but Slipknot's one of the headliners. <gasps> Love Slipknot. Yeah, that's, I'm pretty pumped. It's pretty cool. Uh, one of my and, best. Oh, and Nine Inch Nails and Alice in Chains. Damn. And uh, they're gonna be a Nine there, Inch too.
2: Nails is my top. The Nine Inch Nails, Alice in Chains, I would die.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I'm not a show. huge fan of Nine Inch Nails, but Trent Reznor as a composer for movies and stuff is like my dreamboat what is what movie Trent Reznor do? is
2: just amazing well, Trent
1: Reznor did like a ton of the uh david fincher movie like he did like uh social network uh oh uh, that's cool i th- mm-hmm. think he did inception um or helped with it no that was i, I don't know he's done a bunch of david a fincher b- ones a
0: bunch that's cool
1: nice uh him and him and um uh, atticus ross started a band together with atticus ross's uh uh wife and if you haven't listened to it look it up i can't remember the name of their band it's fucking weird it's just weird shit but it's of course awesome. it is it's trent Reznor. yes yeah. this is weird even for trent Reznor because you're bringing in atticus ross who who does like these really big ambient sounds for music and you're putting both of these dudes together it's weird it's
2: nice. awesome it sounds weird. now i need to
1: listen Oh, listen to it right when we get off because yeah it's amazing it's Perfect. fucking crazy
0: but it's awesome well, um Hell yeah. why don't you hit us with your plugs yes. where people can find Wait. you, your music, all the your socials, all that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's Cammy Patton on all music streaming platforms. That's Cammy C A M I then Patton P E T Y N. It's a weird ass last name. Don't ask me where it comes from. Um and then Instagram Petton, and then it's Cami Patton on all their social media platforms.
1: Love it. And then you have an EP coming out soon. Can we get like a what's the name of it? If you know, if if you've decided on one.
2: Uh, well, the EP is still like in its finalizing state, but I think it's probably going to be called like God Complex. (laughs) Let's go! Yeah, I do have a. I have like a couple songs coming out for the rest of the year. And, uh, yeah, a lot of exciting things coming, Hmm. as every artist says. But I swear, it's actually exciting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alternate name, Paradox. (laughs) Hey, there we go.
3: I'm not kidding.
0: Yeah, Paradox. Callback. Yep. Uh,
2: Okay, if I actually use that, then I'll have to, like, scream. Yep, great. Oh,
1: we (laughs) want it. Yes, you got to send it to us. Full circle. We want it. Also, if you do end up on one of your live shows saying, I gotta raw dog this bitch, I want to know about it. I need to know about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: we need video of that. that hilarious.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just
2: raw dogging this set. They're like, Do you mean playing an acoustic set? It's
1: like, no, yes. I'm just not doing my normal what you hear on the album. That's it. Perfect, like that,
0: raw dogging. That's a good way to say that. Anyways. Yeah, no. uh, is it a
1: good way? Well,
0: yeah, that's debatable.
1: <laughs> if, if you said that, well, y- your mom is in town. If you said that yeah. during you set, your mom would be like. I don't think she knows what that means. Well, I don't
2: want to Do you, know. My parents <laughs> are foreign, so.
0: <laughs> they are?
2: <laughs> yeah, they're very foreign, so they wouldn't even know what that means, so I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good friends with his parents, so I really want Wait, you to see that in front from of pa- Yeah.
2: Uh, my parents are from Poland. I'm the first generation here. It no actually, way. fun fact, was my first language, but I lost it because I refused to speak it when I was a stubborn six-year-old, wow. so. Oh my Whoa. God,
0: I have a similar story. I, I grew up speaking Spanish. I don't, I think yeah. I told you this. And my, you I, had a, this. I had a Mexican nanny who I speak Spanish to and then she left yeah. to Mexico. And then I was like, no more Spanish. And I like refused <laughs> to speak Spanish to my parents. The- you
2: know what's frustrating? I'm like, why did my parents listen to me? I know,
0: me too. Like, (laughs) what
1: the hell? The irony that the whitest person here is the one that knows Spanish and has two languages. I I grew up in Mexico 18 years, so. Oh,
2: what? Okay, that's super unexpected.
0: But he's white. I'm very weird. He's not Hispanic at all. (laughs) Very weird. That's cool. But anyways, all right, look. Thank you so much. We're sorry for taking up your time. Uh, no, don't be sorry. This
2: was this was super fun. Thank you.
0: We are. We're sorry that you had to experience us.
2: <laughs> no, you guys are great. I, ten out of ten.
0: What, if, oh, thank what you. if we what if we ended every podcast just apologizing profusely? Like, I'm so I'm sorry. so sorry. We're oh just God! Terrible. It's just like please. we will just delete this. Don't worry, about <laughs> we'll about it.
1: We we'll won't post this. Just all
0: right. No, we won't do that. We love oh, this. Uh, keep, Tammy,
1: you're amazing. Keep amazing. being
0: weird and keep releasing like all this stuff because i love i love your sound it's so good um john so johnny he told me he thank
2: had you i appreciate
0: that he knew about you for a while he had one of your songs on a playlist uh i his. have a
1: pop study playlist and i and i have a ton of pop songs on there and you're and psycho
0: bitch is on there for a while yeah
2: oh what yeah, well, i'm I love honored it. to be on the pop oh,
1: study playlist you.
0: yeah and and <laughs> wow. uh and then when you got booked I, is when I discovered you. And I was like, oh, man, this girl's yeah.
1: awesome. It was I really it. funny because you were like, who is this? And I'm like,
2: oh, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate
1: that. <laughs>
0: but all right. Well, you um, get back inside out of the hot car. And uh, thank you again. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Cami, so much. We are so excited that you're on. Thank you.
2: Thank you guys for having me. Seriously, this was this was super fun. Thank you. We
0: appreciate <laughs> we'll you. We'll see ya.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. Bye, Bye guys. Being weird. Bye. Bye. Keep raw dogging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep raw dogging. Bye.
2: Bye, guys. <laughs> See ya.
0: Oh yeah. Woo. You know, Johnny, she was great. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Sometimes, like, I can't tell, especially over Zoom, if we're if we're if if they're enjoying it or if they're like these fucking guys nah we're fun we're enjoyable i hope
1: hope so i I I just felt a little bad because he's in a car yeah
0: she was like yeah we had that
1: once i can't remember the name (coughs) of the gentleman but he was doing it during the winter when his car broke down his car broke down
0: and he like still was like oh i need to be on this thing
1: i love it yeah and you're like well thank you for doing it yeah no cammy was incredible god uh like You know what I will say is over the course of uh, we've talked about this before, but over the course of of this podcast, like we've really just had genuinely amazing artists that like give it another two years, we're gonna have people that are massive, massive superstars that were on this podcast first. You know?
0: Oh God, I know. Yeah, we've talked about that. And, like and I, I can't.
1: Think she's one of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. All of them are gonna be famous. All of them. By the way, um, someone won that billion dollars. What Did do you, you hear that Powerball Mega no. Millions? Oh, I have no idea. Mega Millions is that one point two billion dollars. Somebody finally won it. And one person won it. Crazy. Interesting. That's random. I thought about that because I was like, I was thinking about artists making it. It's like it's like winning the lotto, and I was like, what's the chances of everyone you have interviewed becomes?
1: Yeah, but it, I feel like it'd be easier to be famous for music than to win the lotto.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> is. <laughs> I think statistically speaking, yeah, yeah, that's a point. It's yeah. easier, but uh, you know what's, um You know it's funny. I, I was thinking about this the other day, um, and like I, I'm not—I haven't been playing. Like I used to play writers' rounds all the time, and I used to like be in the music scene. But doing this is kind of like that. Like we get to, but not only like. Not only are we like kind of a part of the music culture and scene, yeah hold on, we'll talk about it.
1: I want to drink it
0: <laughs> I know me too um but not only are we part of the scene, but we get to like get in depth with the 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 names that will be the next generation the next generation yeah and and also it's the so the, cool this
1: <clears throat> excuse me this what. <sighs> Here's the thing about being in Nashville is you are stuck in Nashville. And a lot of the times, a lot of these people are only experiencing the Nashville scene. We're getting a chance to experience a scene from everywhere.
0: Canada and L.A. especially. Canada and L.A.
1: a lot. Nashville. (laughs) We've had what, like, Dakotas. We've had... uh, Where was um, Townsend? She was somewhere weird. We've had Carolina. We've had some weird states and weird places. But the fuck was it not awesome?
0: Yeah, it's it's really it's it's been fun. I like this. I like all of it. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be good. Stop it! Stop me yawn. Oh, sorry, I did it off mic and you ruined it. No, uh, now everyone knows we both yawned. No, no, I'm sorry um, that it's like We're tired. So, um, yeah. Anyways, she was great. Um, seriously, well, check her music out. It's fantastic. But yeah. since she is, you know, recovering and um, doing all that uh, part of her journey. I thought it might be a little rude to take. Yeah, a Yeah, it was probably not a good idea. Her.
1: Yeah, and we, so we took our shot early, and then we were just drinking, but not like talking about it. We just kind of wrapped it up. That's why we kind of wrapped it up even a little earlier and tra- time wise than we normally do because we were like, all right, uh, like like we skipped all that portion. So now we're gonna go back and that's do true. What Usually, we're drinking that's part today. of it. Yeah.
0: So yeah. what are we drinking today,
1: bro? Today we are what drinking a, uh, an, a a Brian favorite. Hold on, <laughs> a Brian favorite, which is Monday Night Brewing. Yeah. Uh this one was one that I honestly bought just because I loved the name. That's purely the only reason. Yeah. Death Rapper Raptor Killer IPA.
0: Hell yeah! And it has lasers. It does the raptors have the raptors lasers. have
1: lasers and it's all insane <laughs> the, the 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 alcohol percentage you ready for it what's that 6.9 nice yeah uh <laughs> it's actually really good um i bought it again on a win base i buy so many things based on the title and the the cans just oh, absolutely. like being yeah. cool. it has a
0: big impact on
1: yeah. it yeah um <clears throat> So I bought it because of that, and I liked Monday, and I I bought it, and it's really light and tight. It's really good.
0: Light and tight. Light and tight. Like but... raw doggin that bit. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. That's a callback. I'm not just being <laughs> disgusted.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, it'd be really weird if you guys didn't listen to the episode just and went then he to the just end. Heard that. Yeah, if you don't know what raw doggin is uh, in terms of this episode, you've done it wrong.
0: You know what? Raw doggin is a great way to describe anything that's just like. Like, like stripped down, yeah. You know what I mean? Just such a raw dog, man. Bro. Look at it, man. This this beer, you know, it's not it's nothing crazy. It's really just raw dogging, you know. <laughs> Shit, man. Can we
1: do a song called "Raw Dogging"?
0: Raw dogging.
1: Like let's like the verse is really like intense and crazy, and then be like, nah, bro, let's raw dog it and let's make it like dog a really really chill uh, a chorus.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We say that about other stuff. Be like. Be like, oh, babe, are we, we're we going out to dinner. Oh, do I need to dress up? No, let's just raw dog that shit. You know, because you're just like, you know.
1: <coughs> yeah, and then at the end of the night, then babe, do I got to wrap it up? <laughs> no, just raw dog it. Oh, God. All right. Well, the beer um, that I was drinking. Yeah, what were you drinking earlier, Brad? Because um, this... you're having one of mine now. Yeah, 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 I now.
0: am. Yeah. But the first beer I was drinking was... um it's it's again. I've had this brewery a couple times. Trim Tab Brewing from Love Alabama. Love Trim Tab. So good, so good. Oh my god! But this is one that you may not like. It's a limeade slush imperial sour sour ale. Gross. It yeah. Well, look up on the back. They like it's like a. It's flamingo. got like a toucan on it. A flamingo.
1: Is that a flamingo? And he's
0: pink. It's got like yeah, but it's got toucan vibes. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I think it's a flamingo. Um probably it's got pink and stuff. And and he's drinking like a slushy. And it says the coldest beer in town. And um it's 8%. It's delicious. Holy it's quite good. Shit. It's Holy pretty shit, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty tart. <laughs> um uh yep, yeah, so that's what I'm drinking. And then for the shot, the shot. Guys, I so I first heard about this was at my old job. I worked at the Country Music Hall of Fame for Three, hot weeks,
1: yeah. maybe. three weeks, maybe. Three months. Yeah, it wasn't three weeks. It was a, mo- a three couple months.
0: months. Yeah, yeah, a couple months. Uh, but anyways, there's a guy there who, who kept saying he was going to bring in this thing called Malort. And I was like, what is this Malort? And he said, you could only get it in Chicago. And it's the worst thing you've ever had. And I was like, oh, I need to know what this is. I need to find it. I've been looking for it. But maybe I thought you can only get it in Chicago. You're
1: you're supposed to only be able to get it in Chicago. That's what
0: I thought. But sure enough, I'm at, yeah. I'm at my local... Uh, liquor store and there I see it under the liqueurs Malort Jepsen's Malort liqueur and so I was like it's like 26 bucks and I was like ah, I'm gonna fucking get it that's expensive shit that's fucking cheap as hell what are you talking about but anyways I got it and uh, and I'm very I'm very excited to try it well I've, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna well, bullshit you guys I already tried it
1: the story of but. Malort or the the the, uh, the 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 lore of Malor is apparently the person that made it or came up with it um he was an a, a, an avid cigar smoker and that made his in like 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 chronic cigar smoker and it got so bad that his taste buds were basically fried and so Uh, uh, he, this is obviously, like I said, lore for, for a reason. Uh, so this Malort was made for, uh, this gentleman who was very rich to be able to taste the liqueur. Wow. And that's why it's got such
0: a pungent and insane taste. Yes. I, I really suggest anyone, if you could find Malort or if you're in Chicago, Definitely get some. Go get Malort. Yeah, it's.
1: <laughs> I love it. It's. It's. A, it's a bartender's liqueur. It's. That's what I always say. We say that about Fernet, but it's the same style of Fernet, which is like that weird, oh. Did, fucking taste.
0: The description on the back says, Jepson's Malort has the aroma and full-bodied flavor of an unusual botanical. Its bitter taste is savored by two-fisted drinkers. <laughs> What a weird description of a drink.
1: Being like, this is only good if you have a beer with it, man. It's like,
0: it's unusual, and it's savored by, yeah, two visits. They,
1: they don't even weird. try to pretend that it's good. They're like, it's weird. Yeah. And probably
0: best with two. Yeah, with, you with should a, probably a, have a chaser. Because <laughs> it's pretty fucking weird. But, you know, drink <laughs> it up, I guess, oh. if you want. All right. Um, well, but let, let, we're about to finish this episode up, but, bro. So we're going to try this, Malort. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Uh, Hey, by the way, friends, uh, Brian did a little bit of something. Um, I'm going to say it now. It's going to be four or five weeks after, but we just celebrated the 100th episode. So we're really excited about that. Again, we'll be at like 104 or five by now. But guys, we appreciate all you listeners. You guys are incredible. Uh, Make sure to grab a shot and take a shot with us right now. That's right. Right For 100 episodes. give, Give it a second. Go get it, go. You you getting that shot? Go go get that
0: shot. You pouring the shot? You pouring it? Pouring it? I want to hear the glug 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 glug. I think we're about good. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Cheers. And for a hundredth episode, the shot, My lord fucking. Okay. Ooh, it's good. It's weird.
1: I like it. It's got the hardest out aftertaste
0: though. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um. Yeah, definitely good with a chaser. <laughs> Got to kill that aftertaste a little. Um, you know well, what? That's the issue of that beginning I'm like, mm, that's tasty." And then I'm like, mm, that's pretty rough." Uh, yeah. You know what, Johnny? It was a great episode. Uh Man, we've Happy been so many good people. Happy 100. In. Yep. And um let's do those plugs. Yeah.
1: Um so plugs guys uh in your house <clears throat> There are these things where you can plug in your No, no. And We've already hope.
0: done this. Have we? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember
1: that. No. Actually, no. Uh, no, guys, thank you so much for listening. Let's go ahead. Please follow us on the social medias. Uh, we are most active on Instagram and on Facebook, but we are soon to be very active on TikTok and we'll have some activity on Twitter. So follow us on and everything.
0: OnlyFans.
1: And OnlyFans, you know, and all... Pornhub. Nah, just OnlyFans, and all it's gonna be is me turning on a fan.
0: OnlyFans,
1: but I... I'm gonna turn it like on sexy, like. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yes, I'm gonna touch that that fan button real good.
0: That's weird. <laughs> just on and off.
1: No, but like, like like, really slow, and then, like, as I click it, oh, somebody's gonna go... You know, you know the
0: little things that, like, you pull up on a fan? Yes! You, like, just pull it up and, like...
1: <laughs> it, twiddle let it, it. twist, and then pull it back down, and then push it <laughs> back down. Yep, nope. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's weird. Uh, uh, lastly, make sure to give us some five stars on Spotify, not Spotify, on, on uh, Apple Podcasts, and, fo- and subscribe on Spotify. Lastly, uh, on our Instagram, you will be able to find the Teespring link to our um, uh, to merch. our merch, and that is something we're going to be pushing like crazy here in the next couple of weeks. We just ordered some some stuff to uh, have some models wear and have some people uh, so we can promote it. So, guys, please go follow. Bye. Do the things. We want to make money. We want to get better people. We have been getting really big people. We're starting to get really good. uh, We're getting a lot of really good uh, uh, guests on this podcast. So I think we're in the right direction. They've all been really good. Yeah. Have (laughs) they? I'm fucking mean. (laughs) No, they've been great. But I feel like we're in the direction now where we're hitting a lot of these artists that are just really pushing us forward and and, and we're getting some deep conversations. I mean, honestly, with Cammie, that was some intense stuff and we were able to to keep it nice and, and light. Was was great. Doing. But she was incredible. So we're yes. excited. We want more people excited. like that. Um, with that said, bro. Um, hey, bro. So, uh, raw dog it. I was, that's what I was gonna go say. Oh, were you God gonna damn go you. For it? Oh. I was gonna try to lead you on to <laughs> to thinking I was gonna say, like, tear up the floors and then say, well, just raw dog that bitch.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. You know, tear up the floors could be a sexual term, I suppose. Well, it'd be more like tear up that carpet. That carpet or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sticking that too. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I, Okay, I'm always worried we need about some new ones. By I, way, I'm always like, worried about what we say. Like, is it like too dirty or offensive? But I was listening to Conan O'Brien's podcast the other day. They get fucked up, and he says some fucking like really sexual or offensive things. A lot. Like he he said a uh, he said he was oh my god, this is so fucking funny. and only he can get away with this I swear but he was at he said he was at this party in the 90s it was like yeah it was like a network party so everyone was there all the biggest TV show people you know the Friends people were there Um, the people from Full House were there and he's like and I know it's you know he's had issues since but Bill Cosby was there I mean drinks are being served and he was like well Bill Cosby had his own drinks (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Normally oh, he could say hilarious. a joke like that right yeah. now. Everyone else is afraid to say that joke. Uh, yeah. But they're funny. That
1: is funny. So you know what? Comedy's, I think, about to take a real hard turn. I think it's going to get back to what it used to be, where it's was just like, fuck everything. Well,
0: it's all a pendulum.
1: Uh, yeah, and it's going to come back now. I think everybody got scared for a minute, and now everybody, like, all the comedians are like, fuck
0: this. We're going back to just saying the worst shit we can think of. You know what? They're finding unique ways of saying the jokes. Yeah. that That's what I kind of been liking, is like, oh, you did the joke, but no one noticed you did the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I am. I'm trying ahead. to think of an example, but my
1: favorite thing was actually my favorite. So I hate political comedy. Like I hate when people try to go into co- politics, but the person that did it and did it right for me, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 what the horse, horse in the hospital, in a hospital.
0: That one. What a funny. That got me like,
1: <laughs> but like a horse, a horse
0: in a, a hospital. hospital. <laughs>
1: Oh, and a then, goddamn horse.
0: God it's such a. But good you're bit. like, you hear
1: the clippity clop, and you don't understand. But it's there. But you know it's there. But you don't know. But he's not going to do anything. But you know it's there. It's just. And then it so gets funny. quiet,
0: and then you're like, oh, "All right, I guess he stopped." And, and then, then he, he
1: sends a tweet.
0: Yeah, and then he sends a tweet. Yeah. And he I just, he something like that. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, but
1: then he starts tweeting out of nowhere.
0: It's so funny.
1: That's the one political one that was really one. I was like, "Yep." That's
0: funny. Uh <laughs> anyways, we got off track. We got very you know what? Track. We're ending it, Johnny. Alright. We're ending it. Johnny, it's like it's like there's no ending to this, you know? There isn't. It's like it's just bottomless. This I feel like this could just go forever. Like like a bottomless hole? Yeah, like a hole where someone like to there the are... center of the earth? Yeah. Yeah. Or through
1: the earth, I guess technically.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Are you taking it somewhere else? No, I'm just throwing random shit out, assuming Uh, (laughs) you're going to be like, yeah, and then keep going with it. Yeah, no, it's like, it's like, (laughs) it's like we just fell right through what used to be. Okay. And what used to be there. I don't know where you're going with this, but okay. Yep, yep. Was a floor. (laughs) But it's not there anymore, you know why? (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, Brian Why is there no Floor <laughs> It apparently uncovered an endless Doll Pulled to hell I'm going to be asking As we're going to be like you know there was a dragon Lair once right And you know what was on top of that layer Floors <laughs> Floors <laughs> We tore it was a floor. long journey to the center of the earth. Boys and girls, goodbye.
3: Cheers.